Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Creative Alchemy Podcast, and I'm your host, Monique Pantel. Here, we explore creativity and life through story, synchronicity, and tales of possibility. This is a place for artists and dreamers to share wisdom, inspiration, and empower you to explore your own creative life. Together, we hold space to speak dreams into reality and share transformative ways of creating and living life. Let's dream, alchemize, and create. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Creative Alchemy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Creative Alchemy Podcast. I'm so excited. And today we are going to be talking to Ashley Klassen. Ashley is an editorial photographer and a brand photographer based in Toronto and Montreal. It goes without saying that her specialty and absolute gift is female portraiture. She is known for expressing sensual beauty, vulnerability, and honest feelings of feminine hedonism weaved within a modern bohem aesthetic. Ashley is a multifaceted artist. She's a trained opera singer, and she has an amazing, amazing knack for interior design. As a photographer, Ashley captures soulful creatives, entrepreneurs, and brands, in addition to capturing mothers, which I find she's especially gifted at. Welcome, Ashley. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> you're so you're so welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to see you, um, you know, virtually in real life and very excited to have a conversation with you because it's been a while. You and I are long time friends now, I would say nearly mm. a decade. And I've been holding Creative Alchemy in my heart, this podcast in my heart. And I can't imagine a better person to begin this journey with. You are so soulful. You are such a beauty. You're such an artist. You were really an expander for me as like a creative person. So I can't wait. Uh, totally. No, you totally were such an expander for me. <laughs> um, so I'm so excited. I'm so excited for today to chat. So how are you today? I'm doing good. And yeah, I think just like to put everything into reflection there, like we really did meet at a very interesting like time in our lives. I know you say I'm an expander. I'm like, you were my expander. And I mean, it's such a sweet, beautiful relationship of how we came to meet and how we've supported and inspired one another along our very different uh, journeys. So I, I love looking back on our, our story and kind of uh, seeing how far we've come. 
I'm proud of us. Yeah, I'm proud of us too. <laughs> <laughs> so this podcast, Creative Alchemy, um, I've held it in my heart for a long time and, and the intention behind it is to, is to sort of fill a space in like the podcast world that I have never really found for myself. Mm. And that is, and that is like, I want listeners to, when they come here to feel like that they grab a, you know, a really beautiful warm cup of tea that they cuddle into the couch or bed and they sit down and they're part of this really heartfelt conversation, you know, like a really intimate, heartfelt conversation. And I feel like you and I have had so many of those uh, over the years. Mm-hmm. It's been like the, the foundation of our, 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 our friendship. And I feel like you do that really beautifully. You, you totally shine in really intimate, like one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one. You're a very quiet person, even though, you know, you have, you know, a, a nice, you know, Instagram following and as creatives, we have to kind of put ourselves out there. You totally shine. Your energy is so beautiful. Just like sitting on the couch, having amazing, you know, heart to hearts. Yeah. Tell me, when did you figure out that you were a creative person? Because you are a photographer, you're a trained opera singer. I feel like you can take any sort of artistic tool and make it something incredible and transmute it and transform Mm. it into something like magical. So I'd love to hear like when you decided or when you sort of accepted yourself as a creative person. Mm. I like that. How do you say accepted yourself? Because I think, I mean, I believe we're all creative and we see our little babies and, and that is their nature, you know, like it's, it's our essence and it's like how we've survived is, is being creative. And I think, you know, everybody has their journey of, you know, nurturing their creativity and it shows up in different spaces. And for me personally, it showed up in uh, the arts. So from a very young age, like I was just really interested in, in all things arts, but especially music. And, um, that's where I was nurtured the most and what I excelled in the most from a young age. So I think for me, it started, you know, when I was five, like at, I, at that time, I just, I always loved music. I was into singing into instruments. And I think just having a childhood that was very supported in creative arts. And, and I mean, my mom was an educator and, and also came from a creative family, really just kind of gave me a strong sense of belonging there because I had nurtured it. Right. So going out of school, even like in school, it was always, you know, my favorite subjects were those things. And that's kind of how we started start off and we do extracurricular and then on to university studying music. It was just where I, I thrive to be. But of course, like I've, you change uh, the medium sometimes and went from music to photography and sometimes now it's interior design, but there's such a unique space to discovering, you know, your creative interests when when you're young that I think like if you exercise that muscle and tune into it or or go back to those moments in your childhood where you were like that really excited me there's a spark there and I think it's just really sweet to come back to thinking about you know that's where we that's where it all began (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. and tell me about moments of because I experienced this like moments of creative momentum 
Mm. For me, I feel like if I'm in a moment in my life or a time in my life where I'm not nurturing myself, maybe relationships in my life are strained or need tending to, it's so connected for me personally to my creativity. I feel totally depleted uh, Mm -hmm. and I have no energy for like that aspect of myself. And when I am feeling super creative, it's like these moments of expansion in my life where Mm -hmm. I'm like super nourishing and really taking care of like my inner landscape, let's call it. So yeah, I would love to hear what creative momentum feels like or looks like for you. And then on the other end, like those moments of depletion and that sort of thing. I don't know if it ties into maybe like motherhood for you. (laughs) It it did for me, but I would love to hear like what, what that was like for you. Yeah. Momentum is an interesting word <laughs> because like you, you do like get, you can get really obsessive or at least I can when you start getting excited about saying something and you want to follow through and do, do, do. And of course, all that changes when you're a mother. But uh, for me, the momentum, I guess there's, it just ebbs and flows and there's like really high points of creation. And then there's other times where you just need a lot of space, you know, and, and you just go slow and you're, it could be like, you feel depleted. You need to recuperate. It's the whole like creative process is just messy. Like there's no, it's not the same. It's always different. There, you need a lot of downtime. And then depending on how you like to work, like it's, it is exciting. And then I, I, get into my doing phases where it's like, do, 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 bam, 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 all like really quickly all at once. And, and then it's, it's like a cycle where it's like, okay, like you worked really hard that way. Now you got to rest hard. And sometimes that's like monthly. Sometimes it's quarterly. Like there's no, it's not like a schedule, right? Um, so momentum is, I think just unique to individuals. And, and for me, it's, I try not to think about it too much, but what I do feel is, that ex- that need, you know, that, like when you're saying you have that, you need to take care of yourself. When mm-hmm. I'm feeling like frustrated or just a little edgy, it's because I haven't tended to my creativity or, and that's like taking care of myself. That's where I feel most happy. Right. So it's a message to be like, okay, you need to go do something creative. AKA fun. <laughs> like make, you need to go make something. Okay. And whatever it is, go make. Sometimes it's like a banana bread. <laughs> like it's, it doesn't have to be a photo shoot. Like it's, or it's like, go make the most like wonderful experience in the bath. Like get your candles. Like that's to me creativity too. It's, and sometimes it's producing something. Sometimes it is like, Oh yeah, I need to do like a photo shoot and get creative because you need to express yourself that way. Yeah, you in that way, especially have been such an expander for me. And every time I I get to be around you physically, I feel like I feel like inspired because you do that so well. You have a beautiful pot of soup on the stove or you've just made muffins or, you know, you're space is so like clean and put together and you have incense lit or Mm. you know you've got like a beautiful playlist going on in the background you introduce me to new music all the time Mm. um I just find you so magnetizing yes yeah but you're magnetizing like you really are so like 
sensual and connected to your feminine. It's so beautiful to be around. And you do that exactly. Like you're like, instead of just let's go for a picnic, you're like, let's let's go for a picnic with the beautiful weaved basket and let's go to the nice cheese shop and get all of these like beautiful cheeses and you know what do you what what are you gonna say <laughs> i did that yesterday because <laughs> i gotta get my i was so i was seeing a girlfriend uh-huh. i should clarify that I like my everyday life is definitely not like that <laughs> yeah. i really like live it up when i'm especially meeting my girlfriends I think there's a lot of like sacred shared energy that happens when you're meeting your girlfriends. So like I was meeting up with my friend Katrina and I was like, Oh, it's time to feast. So I get, got to get the triple cream brie, got to get the baguette, got to get the pastries, got to like get the tea and like all the yummy things, like creating that banquet of like senses and pleasures and just like setting setting that atmosphere and then having those discussions it's just like soul food for me and like it's not my my day-to-day lifestyle like come on when's the last time I had a bath like let's be honest I would love a bath oh my gosh listen do you not have a bath no, we do have a bath. I just don't have time. I feel. Like. Oh, well, I know you don't have a bath. Oh. I don't. But you know what? I recently. Um, so mm-hmm. for people listening, I live in a very remote area of Panama and I live in the Pueblo. I live in the town. And so our house is a classic Panamanian house and it does not have a bath. It has a shower. So don't worry, I'm bathing. <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't have a bath. And that's one thing uh, in my, you know, so far two and a half year journey here is something that I've missed deeply is having like a beautiful mm-hmm. bath. However, two weeks ago, I discovered um, there is a very small, beautiful resort here and they have a bath experience. They have sort of inspiration of like Japanese onsen and they have a bath. And so I did like a bath and massage combo. Oh, mm-hmm. I just marinated in that bath. It was mm-hmm. so good with essential oils. And I had all of these like really beautiful teas that she had brought and um, these really lovely cookbooks that were sort of holistically inclined. And yeah, it just was so um, filling for like my mm-hmm. my inner artist, we'll say. I just mm-hmm. felt really inspired. So yes. Baths are baths are everything, and I miss them so. Much. <laughs> I'm thinking of may, maybe doing that later this week. So let's see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh so, so, so cool. I love. I love to hear that, Ashley. Oh. Okay. So those are all the the beautiful things about you know creating amazing spaces. What about like what about fear when it comes to yeah. your creativity? Because for me, really accepting becoming an artist Mm -hmm. was me moving through so much fear. And I talk about this book all Mm -hmm. the time, but the artist's way is like a 12 week sort of program to help artists move through reconnecting with themselves as artists and reconnecting with like a spiritual guide to being a creative. And it helped me so much move through like the fear of, you know, stepping into myself as a photographer and as an art, as an artistic person. So I would love to hear about what did fear look like for you? Well, I think it's important to mention that fear is very normal and like we still face that like fear looks different to me now than it did, but it's something we're constantly kind of grappling with. 
And I believe like it's the most courageous act to, to be creative and, you know, just do that thing. Um, so yeah, it just, it fear. It's nice to, you know, kind of think about it a bit and really identify like what it is you're fearing because it's like doing shadow work. You have to face it and kind of talk about it so that you can overcome it. And for me, fear has been mostly limited beliefs. I've come to know myself and my like personality type, also my creative type, which I'm going to put a little plug in for the creative type. Have you done this quiz before? tell me everything. Okay. So it's by Adobe and it's, I think the creative type, uh, yeah, mycreativetype.com. And there's like eight different types of creative types. And it, it's basically like a personality test for your type of creativity. So cool. Anyways, depending on like how I answer questions, I've done it a couple of times. I'm a producer and a maker and it was just really nice to feel seen and validated in, in how I, I function and how I work around risk, how I find like joy and play in the process and, and the how to's. And, and I work really well. Like my complementary type is a dreamer and a visionary because they support me in thinking big. For myself, that's where I have the most fear is thinking big, actually. So I, I tend to give myself like very limiting beliefs. Um, I can be very pe- pessimistic and real realist about a lot of ideas that I have. And I find it so essential to talk with my friends and other creatives. Like it, that's when things got big for me in my journey was when I started sharing and, and listening, but also just like sharing little things because they were things on by myself. I was too afraid to share, but with in the company of others, for some reason, I was like, yeah, maybe I don't know about this thing. And then all of a sudden cheerleader friend is like, yeah, you should do that thing. Oh my gosh, you're amazing at this. And then all of a sudden you think, okay, yeah, I can, I can do that thing. And, and so much like, trust is held when you have those like close friends who you really just connect with that they can they can really spring you into a right direction and I just think it's so valuable for for community in that sense too and now I kind of feel like I've I've jumped like several different topics within there but it's all kind of tied together and and that's essentially you know where I found my fears and where how I find I can overcome them best. I feel like you didn't jump at all I feel like that took me down the road of yes I have fears it's mm. a part of it's a part of the creative dance and the moment mm-hmm. that you started acknowledging your fears and doing you know that quote-unquote shadow work with your creative life and started speaking those fears out loud to your trusted friends they became these beautiful cheerleaders in your life and I love mm-hmm. that you're talking about them because I've had the the absolute gift of meeting them and spending time with them. And they're just individually all their own angels. They're just incredible, (laughs) incredible people. And you have such a, an amazing um, group of friends. So, Oh, that's so cool to hear. I would say that's, you didn't, you didn't skip a bunch of topics that just took (laughs) me down the road of what fear looks like for you. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. 
Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Can you tell me about Bianca and, mm-hmm. the, and the project that's coming up for you? Because I want to ask about, you know, what you're excited about for the future. And I know that you have an upcoming mm-hmm. project, so I'd love to hear more about it, what it was like, how the idea came about. I don't know much about it, so I, I tell me everything. Yes. I mean, it's kind of funny how the idea came about. I was actually having coffee with somebody I met on Instagram (laughs) back when, back before pandemic times. And, uh, yeah, we were just having like a in real life meetup for, I think the first or no, it was maybe the second time we, I had photographed her or something before. And I was like, Hey, let's go grab a drink and chat. And she was, she was the one who asked me like, what do you want to do? Like, what's the big dream of yours? And I really had to sit there and think, I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, Oh, I kind of, I think maybe I'd like to publish like some of my pieces somehow, some maybe a magazine. And at that time I was like really inspired by um, the unconditional magazine. And I was like, I think I want to do something like that. Like I love the experience of it in my hands. Anyways, I was just kind of like talking off the top of my head, like in the moment I hadn't thought about it. She just really asked and was a listener. And then it just kind of was like, maybe I should look into this somehow <laughs> after that. And I, I did. I, I reached out to, uh, so Bianca is the creative director at Thought Catalog. And of course, she's also an amazing poet. She's Rainbow Salt on Instagram. And uh, she, she, I had a had already a connection with because we had worked together on some photography work for her. So I kind of just was like, well, she's the only person I know who produces books for people and Uh reached out to her. I just kind of pitched the idea of like, Oh, I'd really love to publish like something that's mainly pictures. I know you guys do mostly poetry and other stuff. And she's like, no, we do everything. We're just a publishing house too. So I was like, okay, that's my idea. And I would really like to pair it with poetry because I was really into that. I still am, I guess, uh, on social media. I loved like find, I had a picture and I loved finding like the sentiment and words that felt it, like it would go with that photo. It wasn't created based on that, but that felt similar, you know? So I told her that and I was like, maybe you can find someone to write for it. I don't know. And she's like, oh, well, I can write for it. And I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. So I kind of, it kind of just was like a very simple initial conversation that she had to pitch to the team there. Essentially, like logistics wise, what it looked like. I'm curious about this stuff. So I'm going to share it. They gave me a proposal and said, okay, this is what you're going to do. This is how it's going to work. Like we're going to publish it. Um, we're going to put up all the like costs for it. You're just going to make a commission. We'll distribute it. We'll do whatever you need. I was like, do I have creative control? They're like, yes, you have creative control. I was like, is there a deadline? It's like, no, you can create your deadline. I was like, <laughs> okay. So like basically you'll just like make whatever I tell, like make whatever I want to make. And I was like, yeah. So, <laughs> and then they'll, and they'll fund the production and all of the yes. logistics and that. And yeah, taking, taking that aspect out of it is, oh my gosh, <sighs> because, weight lifted. Yes. 
because now you can just pour all of your your energy into what you want to be mm-hmm. creating. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And there is like other options, I guess, to self-publish, but I didn't want this to be a solo project. I, I really wanted it to be something I could felt like I was collaborating with someone. And in the end, like is just a collection of some of the coolest people I know, because it's all my creative uh, work from the first two years of my photography journey. Um, so it's, it just feels like a really awesome celebration of like the coolest and some of the most influential, beautiful people I've met in my early days. And it was just, yeah, funny timing because it, I signed that deal, I think four or five days before COVID. Wow. And then when COVID happened, I was like, because I wasn't done. I still had plans to shoot. I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to finish this. I, I have at least five or six shoots to do. We're not allowed to shoot. Anyways, time has passed. And within these past two years, we finished the photography. We finished the poetry. And currently, it's a very long process. Um, we're just working on putting things together. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have an estimated timeline of when that beautiful publication can be on my coffee table? Oh my gosh. Sadly, no, because some of it's sitting on my shoulders and I want to give it priority, but it's still kind of sitting on fourth priority in my thing of my list of to do's because mom, mom time is like, Oh, it's so hard. I know. I know. I know. Like when, when, when I know. So I, I, it's just been one of those things where I've learned to embrace that it'll happen when it happens, trust the timing of everything. And I'm in, I'm in no rush to push it out there. So hopefully though, hopefully within this next year. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. And does it have a name? Does your project? Yes. So it's called emotional aesthetics and yeah, I, I don't, I think the rest I kind of touch it upon, but I still have to do a little bit of writing for it. And uh, yeah, you can watch out for it. <laughs> well, I can't wait. And I'll add all of those links to um, where people can find, you know, Bianca and yeah. your stuff. Wow. I can't wait for that to come to be. So right now we have just, we just entered um, the new moon in Gemini. Mm. And if anyone is into um, astrology and uh, following, Mm. you know, the full moons and the new moons and all of those different energies, Gemini is all about timing. So I'm curious, you know, on the new moon, a lot of people like to put out intentions. Um, I'm curious for you, Ashley, what are you looking for? to what are you intending to to create in your life in the next little bit oh so cool okay so for me actually these next couple months and I only tend to look a couple months ahead into the future (laughs) I really it it hurts my brain to think beyond three months Uh um so for the next three months yes I've really actually planned a summer of joy. I cut down my work. I planned lots of trips, lots of like visiting friends and driving places and flying places. 
and it's Leo's birthday, his first birthday. So it's just going to be a summer to savor. Like, and I think there's going to be beauty and creativity within there and in the very like personal, rewarding family circle sense. Girls trip is this weekend. I am. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're all going to Prince Edward County. Uh, we've just like rented a cute Airbnb. Yeah. It's just, we haven't all connected all four of us in almost, I think like a year, it feels like uh, without a baby or without somebody else there. Uh-huh. Um, so it's just like this, these next couple months, I've kind of said, you know what? You need some time to just enjoy life. And, and I'm kind of putting my projects per se on the back burner a little because I need, it's time to, just enjoy. <laughs> right. I love that. And that is also one of my intentions for the next few months is, is yeah. lots of family and reconnection and just having, I love how you said a summer to savor. That's how mm-hmm. I, I feel also. Tell me what are you savoring right now? What are you listening to? Ooh, <laughs> I don't listen to much, to be honest. Really? I, like, I'm not, I'm not very sensitive. Mm, no, I really enjoy quiet. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's I, so I listen. You're listening to? Yes, I find like listening is very active. So for me, when I'm at home, the only things I have been kind of listening to in the background, which is feels a little bit shameful, is just like Netflix. I like to edit and listen to Netflix what, when I'm editing my photos. Oh, I think I just uh, binged this series called Casual, okay. um, which it was good, but I, I just needed like, it's almost like background noise. It's not even uh-huh. like, I don't uh-huh. want to intensely listen to anything, but I have my favorite of all podcast is I believe it's called It's Slow, Taking It Slowly. Dang it. I'm going to have to come back to that. And she only puts out a podcast once every like couple months now because she's really living her, <laughs> living her, what she says she lives by taking things slow, but it's so beautiful to listen to. But I'm definitely, because I'm a sensitive listener, I actually prefer to have a lot of quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting how you said, I find listening to be very active and I'm actually the same way. Mm-hmm. And I always sort of was curious about why maybe, you know, when I'm listening to music, why I kind of feel tired or mm-hmm. I just feel sort of like a little bit overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that's why for me, I'm yeah. I'm an active listener. Interesting. I never thought of that. I guess lastly, I would love to hear if you had to talk to your younger artist self, if you had advice or what would you say to your younger creative self, especially as you sort of like navigated coming from a musical career and shifting to like a visual career within photography and interiors. I'm so curious Mm -hmm. what you would tell yourself. Because I know that girl, like, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't know this, but you and I lived together Mm -hmm. for a period of time and we were roommates and you were Mm -hmm. the (laughs) most amazing. I would come home and you'd have fresh biscotti made (laughs) and you'd be listening to opera music. And it was just like, you know, I felt inspired in your space Uh, uh, and with you around your uh, energy. It was you. One day again, maybe we'll we'll get to live together again one day. That would just be oh amazing. <laughs> yeah, what would you tell yourself? 
what, or what do you have advice for mm. um, for creative sort of navigating, you know, creative change or, or on the cusp of exploring a different medium? I think the biggest thing is is uh, just trusting the process and having a lot of grace. There can be so much noise when it comes to like your own thoughts, thinking about what other people are thinking about you, comparison. This digital world that we're in is so like immediate and noisy that you just have to come back to yourself in a way. And it's hard. <laughs> and I think the most I felt, the most I felt panicked and unsure and two different times in my life. I think when I was with you, because there was also a lot of um, relational stuff in my personal world that was very insecure. And that, of course, affected me. My sense of identity had also kind of was shifting, I felt like. And of finding my place and my belonging, I, I was really in a discovery uh, phase there. So um, trusting that process, having grace and just doing do the, doing the things you love, like you're going to you're going to be OK. That's what I would have told myself. And the most recent, I think, episode being motherhood and covid. I also had like a mental breakdown at the beginning of COVID. I would have told myself and I was telling myself because I had to do some work. <laughs> I had to start like writing and journaling and wow was is was similar. Trust the process and the timing and and that things, you know, are going to get better and have grace and and find the things that bring joy and uh connect, reach out to others because sometimes all you just having a conversation with another person, like you are not alone in what you're feeling, what you're experiencing and nothing makes you feel better sometimes than being that support and voice for somebody, somebody else. The moment you become like a supporter and a cheerleader for another, it, it makes you feel like stronger too. So those have been my, my little moments of, oh, where I needed something to say that have got me through. Yeah, there's so much power in like in vulnerability. And mm -hmm. when you yourself sort of allow yourself to to be vulnerable and unfold and, and say what's on your heart, um, especially in like troubling times, hard times, difficult times. What's the saying when you're like knees hit the floor kind of moments in your life? When you share those moments with other people, I think it gives others permission to also unfold if they've just been holding mm -hmm. everything together. And trying to keep it cool and trying to keep it okay. When you share like, you know, a difficult moment or a difficult chapter that just instinctively sort of offers permission for other people to unfold. Yeah. And yeah. man, isn't that just such a beautiful gift? Totally. Yeah. Being a space holder, it could be one-on-one, -on -one, it could be in a group, like it's a magical and transformative um, space and something you do so well. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I just am so, so grateful for you and your energy. I can't believe we didn't dive into um, motherhood, but I think we're going to have to do a second conversation, like a follow-up mm. episode specifically on motherhood and creativity because there's so much there. Yeah. And I think that that deserves its own, almost its own episode. So it does. It does. <laughs> So maybe let's call this this episode part one. 
<laughs> part one with Ashley Clausen. And oh, I have a question. Do people call you yeah. Flash? Like people don't, who don't know you? I think at one time, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, no, but. it's great. <laughs> I remember when we actually the time that we lived together, you were doing an entire rebrand and you were like, that's going to be my Instagram handle. That was yeah. going to be my website is Clash. And it's a blend of your your last and first name together. Yeah. So that yeah, really cool. That's funny. Really cool. So, well, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your heart. You're such an angel. And I'm so excited for the folks listening that don't know you that really get to have a connection with you over this podcast. And I'll share all of the links to Ashley's work, her website, um, where you can find us. And I hope that you, the listener, have enjoyed this conversation with Ashley Clausen. If you have anything to share, I'd love to hear from you. You connect with me um, on our Instagram. Um, Again, everything will be linked in the show notes. And yeah, so just sending you immense gratitude. Have an amazing week and thank you again. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.